Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. It is so good to have you here at The Advertising Show, being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adh.com. The Advertising Show, a big radio midgets production. It's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth and a very special guest out of Fort Collins, Colorado, Joel Com, an Internet entrepreneur. He has uh, actually is host of the Next Internet Millionaire, uh, nextinternetmillionaire.com. So we're going to talk to Joel. What a great last name to be on the Internet, right? Right. His wife used to be .org, but uh, she married it. You know, now she's a .com. Anyway, it's a lot of good stuff coming your way. We've got a brand new feature uh, this week and on into the future. It's Jean Bliss, the customer experience. Uh, And she's going to talk about when things go wrong. What do you do? What do you do when things go wrong? Patrick Meyer, a little bit uh, later on this hour, the marketing insider out of New York with Virgin Vines. As we uh, get the show underway, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And by the way, uh, for those that are regular listeners, which we have tens of thousands each week. Uh, you know, Gene Bliss is a new welcomed uh, contributor to the advertising show. That's and right. Really excited about having her aboard. Uh, a new angle to uh, our content uh, with our vignettes that we deliver each week and uh, looking forward to learning all about customer satisfaction. And she was a previous guest on the show, I guess, a little over a year ago, uh, Ray. Right, I know right, we both right. enjoyed it. Real quickly, I need to mention, uh, I was doing a, a search for uh, a lot of different reasons. But anyway, uh, there's an organization called Advertising Show 2007. And I, long story short, began to oh, email really? back and forth with these people. And, and they are, uh, it's an event that September 19th through 22nd of 2007, hmm. it's the Rome Expo. That's not Rome as in... Rome uh, is in New York. No, nor is it Rome as in Italy. It's, it's Rome as in... Uh, R-O-A-M. Uh, Romania. Oh, Romania, okay. Yes. I, I gotcha. And they've posted us on their website because they like what we do, and they're wanting to share what we do with uh, their friends and, and uh, people that are involved in that program, which are all from Romania, Austria, Czech Republic, Germany, Greece, Poland, Turkey, Holland, etc. And they've got an event that's international... Uh, it's an international event, and it's kind of like, uh, I guess, uh, our version of Advertising Week NYC, hmm. which we do. But it's more wow. – uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, go visit them at advertisingshow. Show. Are you ready for this? R-O. Uh, dot what? R-O. Roll. As in Romania. Roll. So advertisingshow.ro. It'll tell you all about it, and you don't have to read – Romanian. I don't know what that language. I assume that would be what they I'm sure they do. It's probably oh, good you got to well. be kidding. Yeah, I imagine exactly. it's outstanding. Uh huh. So let's go there. Okay, right after the show, we'll catch a Lufthansa or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. This is something that is uh, part of your childhood. Didn't really want to bring up. You and I talk about this off after the uh, off the air and such. But uh, marketing uh, uh, bedwetting products to kids. Okay. <laughs> well, well <laughs> now you're taking me back to last night. Go ahead, please. <laughs> Uh, you're not that old. Marketing products to deal with embarrassing ailments from hemorrhoids to erectile dysfunction. Love that good old Ed. Oh, yeah. Or unsightly toe conditions. What if you had all of those things? Oh, well, man. You, 
But what if you're trying to talk to kids? Uh, introducing mm. a product for bedwetters this month is Kimberly Clark aiming to win over not only the parents of the sufferers, but the kids themselves, because many bedwetters are so sensitive about their condition that they won't wear a product to help them at night. Kimberly Clark adopting a special uh, tactic in both uh, product design and marketing. The uh, Basically what they look like, they look like boxer shorts. Mm. <laughs> and I've never seen a kid wear boxer shorts, but uh, sales of uh, training in bedwetting pants typically fetch a premium to the price of standard diapers are increasing in an otherwise stagnant diaper category. So basically, if you have kids, Kimberly Clark is reaching out to try to help that uncomfortable time in their lives. Transitioning Transition. from to no wet the bed from wetting the bed. Is that what you're... Why don't they just... You know, I, I see a uh, line extension coming from Depends. Depends for kids. <laughs> I mean, don't you see that? Open up a new market? I think so. I think Depends so. Depends for teenagers. Well, why would... Okay, whatever. So well, Couldn't they? I mean, why don't they do that? Depends I, for I, astronauts, <laughs> who, who was not wearing a pair. She only had them along just in case. That's true. Or okay. kooky astronauts. Yes, that's true. And you, as you pointed out many, many weeks ago, why didn't you just go to the gas station? You don't need the Depends. you got to get gas <laughs> anyway, stop, right? Go get some uh, right. you know, Doritos or something in a Diet Coke. All right. You can, and, you know, stretch your legs. That's a long trip from Houston all the way to Florida. Plus, the Depends has got to be cutting the circulation off. One would think. I wouldn't know. Thank I you very much. Yes. Gene Bliss is with us now, the customer experience here at the Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. Welcome to the customer experience. Making customers your true priority for a profitable outcome. With your host, author, speaker, consultant, and customer crusader, Gene Bliss. It is undeniable that at some point, your business will suffer a failure that disappoints customers. The measure of your company is defined in these moments. How you explain, react, remove the pain, and take accountability for your actions signals loud and clear the collective heart of your organization and your sentiment toward customers. Do you put as much forethought into planning client and customer experience recovery as you do planning IT and natural disaster recovery. Do you know the early warning signals? This is your opportunity to embrace and guide customers through this tough time with action and humanity. It's your moment to deliver a response that has customers saying, who else would respond this way? Can you spring into action on these plans within a day? How about within hours? This is what customers expect and quite honestly deserve. This is Gene Bliss reminding you, your customers are the most valuable asset of your business. This has been your weekly installment of the Customer Experience with Gene Bliss. Directing transformational customer insights for major U.S. market leaders, Gene is corporate America's change agent for a new inspirational understanding of today's consumer. To learn more about Gene's books and speaking engagements, or simply how to drive customer profitability for your company, log on to CustomerBliss.com. There you go, Gene. Thank you uh, for your feature today. Thanks for being a part of the advertising show. Look for lots of good things to come our way and your way as well with Gene Bliss, the uh, customer experience, a brand-new feature here. With Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth on the advertising show, we got Joel Calm out of um, 
Fort Collins, Colorado. Joel, I'm going to talk a little bit about Joel right now. Sure. Because he's got this bio that's it's long. Man, it's okay? two pages, it's isn't long. it? Yeah. yeah. Mother he's must an internet uh, <laughs> entrepreneur who's been online for over 20 years. 95 Joel launched worldvillage.com. Remember that? Mm-hmm. A family-friendly portal to uh, the web which enjoys thousands of visitors each day. Joel is the co-creator of classicgames.com, uh, which was acquired by Yahoo in uh, 97 and now goes by the name... Yahoo Games. Since then, Joel's company, InfoMedia Inc., has launched dozens of websites which offer online shopping, free stuff, website reviews, and more. Joel is also uh, the author of many popular books, including the New York Times bestseller, The AdSense Code. He regularly makes appearances at Internet marketing conferences and seminars, and every now and then at an IHOP <laughs> for breakfast. I don't know. That's true. But anyway, Joel, Joel will be with us here in just a few minutes. Uh, we hope you uh, will. Uh... Now, they've got him introduced here here uh, on the other part of this bio as yep. the Internet Entrepreneur and host of the Next Internet Millionaire. Right. Uh, We're NextInternetMillionaire.com. So we'll find out yep. what that is all about as well. By the way, one of his judges is Mark Joyner, who's a former guest here on the show. I don't know if he knows that, but Mark called in, as you may recall, Ray, from uh, New yeah. Zealand that, that day. He resides there. And... Uh, Great uh, author and uh, internet uh, uh, hotshot as well. So interesting. So this is cool. We'll look forward to talking with Joel. Yeah. Hey, you know, Ray, uh, earlier this month, Coffees of Hawaii. Do I have a minute or so here? You've got a little, a little bit less than a minute. Go right in. Coffees of Hawaii used parachutes to distribute samples of its product oh, in cities in the southwest U.S. Yeah, the samples weren't really dropped from the sky. Rather, they were placed near mailboxes and trees and gates and light fixtures near homes with the parachute attached to make it, uh, attached to make it look like that they'd just fallen out of right, a plane. Yeah, yeah and, and along with its message, the recipient could order more of the coffee that had just been delivered by going to coffeesofhawaii.com, and it was a great uh, alternative media idea yeah. that was uh, put together by uh, Gorilla Communications, and instead of spending a lot of money, they said in the uh, press release, they decided to to uh, do less samples, but do them in an exciting way that would get some attention. Hey, what a concept, huh? Yeah. You yeah. could learn from that, boys and girls. On the Advertising Show, it's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth and Joel Com coming up next. We hope you stick around. Make your advertising dollars work smarter. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. Welcome back. It's our interview segment here on the Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. And out of Fort Collins, Colorado, a great place to be at about a mile high, it's Joel Kahn, Internet entrepreneur and host of The Next Internet Millionaire. Hey, Joel, thanks for uh, dropping by the Advertising Show. It's great to have you. My pleasure. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Well, we're doing great, and thank you for joining us. The, uh, for those that uh, are listening today, we're going to bounce back and forth between uh, Joel's new uh, Internet program, the uh, Next Internet Millionaire, as well as take advantage of Joel's background uh, as being an Internet uh, guru and has a lot of background to share with our audience. But let's stay with the show Excuse for a me, moment. Abuse me. I'm here for you. Well, that's true. Don't you know, say the that. Last, Don't say that. The last person we had that said that uh, ended up staying with Ray for, what was that, six months? Yeah, talk about what the abuse is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about your show for a minute. You're breaking some new ground, Joel, with a, a show that uses the Internet as the sole distribution channel. What prompted you to create uh, your show, The Next Internet Millionaire? Well, 
you know, reality TV is, is huge, obviously, and uh, there's there was something like 72 shows that came out last year, the large majority of them absolute nonsense tripe garbage, uh, in case I need to use any stronger terms, I can. And uh, the rise of online video, uh, you know, it's just been taken over. In fact, that's why TV is losing so many viewers. People have so many choices now. And I thought, you know, now is the time to uh, do a convergence of the two. Let's do the world's first competitive Internet reality show where we actually bring people on location and, uh, and keep them there for the duration where they, uh, in this case, learned from some of the world's leading Internet marketing millionaires and uh, were put to the, the task in uh, a competition where one of them was vying for a cash prize and an opportunity to, uh, to partner with an Internet millionaire on a project. So what types of people have you found that are, uh, well, you've got the show now underway, backing up to before your launch, what types of people uh, did you find that were auditioning for uh, the new program? Any particular common uh, characteristics or threads that you saw running through the uh, competitors or the auditions? It was really all kinds. Uh, you know, honestly, when you put out a casting call for people, you're going to get the full spectrum of, uh, of people that uh, just, you know, some people that want to be on a reality show and some people that are really serious about wanting to learn how to make money. And so, you know, what we set out to do was to create a show that would be entertaining but also educational. You know, can you imagine that, a reality show that you could actually learn something from? Really? And, and people are. They're really enjoying it. And, and you launched it uh, on August 15th. Uh, curious, how's it going so far? I assume it's that like great. all... Yeah, you can meter your your uh, uh, people that are visiting your site. I assume you've got some way of knowing how many people are watching and for how long yeah, and so forth. Yeah, we've we've had uh, well over a hundred thousand uh, views at this point, and uh, th episode three uh, is currently available on the main page of our site at nextinternetmillionaire.com. But you can actually click the watch page and go back to start at the beginning because you don't want to miss episode one, that you get introduced to the characters, and you get to meet Mark Joyner, who I know you've had on your show before. Mm -hmm. You're right, and well, and that makes a lot of sense. Of course, we archive all, all shows here as well, for not for that reason, not that you have to listen to them in a series, but there are people that uh, go through our archive and realize, yeah, they realize they have particular interest and can pick up on shows that, uh, that they want to... Uh, Listen to so as you talk about being able to you know maintain the first program and go forward with that. Do you, do you think your show? And I'm, I think I already know the answer to this, but I want to hear the strategy behind it. Do you think your show has you know some some decent uh, shelf life, staying power, and a fan base large enough to sustain itself? And and how far do you take this? Well, I think it does. In fact, we've we've heard from several people that. Um, they're telling us they'd like to discuss getting international distribution rights and, and DVD for foreign languages and, and such, because uh, you know even a even if you knew who won the contest, it would be fascinating to watch it because of the amount of educational content that is within. And so you know I think that this is a program that um, people are going to be watching you know years from now, going back to start at the beginning if they're just picking up on it and uh, walking away not only entertained but with some good information about how to make money using the Internet. You know, when I first uh, came across the, the press release on this and read it, I, I thought it was kind of like The Apprentice meets YouTube, and, and I don't know if you've heard that before, but that was kind of <laughs> our take. Uh, and, I, you, you know, you say there ultimately becomes a winner, and, I, and we'll talk a little bit about the uh, – 
the prize and so forth. But are you going to have like a second season, a third season, and continue that, or how's that going? You gonna know, work? right now I just want to survive the first. This is <laughs> such a, a a project of scope. Um, it, it's really shot uh, like a traditional reality show would be shot. You know, even though we're doing this for the internet, we had a 9,000 square foot location that we built out numerous sets. We had four cameras running at all times, and the guys holding the boom mics, and you know, we had it scripted out. We had activities planned, and it, this is really a big production. And uh, when you go and watch the show, you'll see the production quality of it uh, is very similar to what you would expect on network television, including professionally scored music that goes along with what's happening in each episode. So, so what's your business model, Joel? How are you guys making money? Well, there's actually multiple models. What we've done on the front end is we've incorporated some of our uh, sponsors' products into the show, um, you know, some very creative product placement. And, you know, during the program, because uh, each show is approximately 45 minutes long, you only get to see about three to five minutes of teaching from the expert that week. And then, of course, we've got tasks, and, and the show is focused on the contestants. But we've actually got two hours worth of content from each one of the teachers. So at the end of the program, we're going to have a set that people are going to be able to uh, own that has uh, the Internet marketing basically mega seminar uh, where they're going to be able to learn from all these legends of Internet marketing, Mark Joyner, Marlon Sanders, Jeff Walker, all these guys that are Internet millionaires. And so uh, there's that, and we've got a couple other surprises in terms of ways that we intend to monetize this, but we're, we're, uh, we're pretty excited about where it's all going. What, we, what do we have? About a minute left here, Ray? That's right. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned creative uh, product placement, Joel. What, what would we see uh, that we wouldn't see in traditional product placement at your place? Okay, for example, you know, in reality programming, you have uh, immunity-based tasks where individuals will compete and somebody wins the challenge and then is immune and can't be eliminated for that day. Uh, in this case, we, um, we, we formed a partnership with ScanAlert, who produces HackerSafe. Of course, HackerSafe is a trust mark that's on over 100,000 websites, including Yahoo Shopping and PriceGrabber and several others. And uh, HackerSafe is sponsoring the immunity challenge. The person who wins immunity for that day wears the HackerSafe T-shirt. Thereby, they are HackerSafe. They are immune. They cannot be voted off. Really? So, yeah, it was a really creative way to, uh, to integrate their brand with the program in a way that makes sense. It's uh, the advertising idea. show. Yeah, yeah, hang on just a minute, Brad. We're going to take yeah. a break here on uh, the advertising show. It's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. Joel Kamm is a guest, and we've got him for next segment and even one more. He is the Internet entrepreneur and host of The Next Internet Millionaire. We need a signature piece there for uh, introducing that, don't we? The advertising show being powered by Shipple.com and a cool marketing platform called Tendency. Uh, check it out. Uh, folks here in Houston do a great job of uh, making sure that works just great. Shipple.com. It's S-C-H-I-P-U-L.com. And we'll be back with more of the advertising show. Isn't that good? Well, sure it is. Why do more media professionals read IWantMedia.com? IWantMedia.com features reports from industry leaders and media personalities. 
IWantMedia.com gives you quick access to news, stats, trade orgs, and industry publications, and it's updated daily. Forbes says IWantMedia.com contains everything media professionals need to stay ahead of the game. The Washington Post calls it the source for the serious media geek. Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com. Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show. You're like no other babe ever born. You're fabulous, babe. You know how to reach out and show your love, babe. You're fabulous, babe. You're one of the boys, but you are a real girl. That was actually the uh, jingle we were going to use for uh, Gene Bliss's uh, feature, but she didn't want that. Fantastic, babe. You're like no other babe. <laughs> It's uh, Joel Com out of uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, internet entrepreneur and host of The Next Millionaire yeah. at nextinternetmillionaire.com. Joel, welcome back to the show. Great to have you here. Thank you, gentlemen. And I use that term very loosely. Yes, you do. And we appreciate that. Uh, Joel, well, let's digress a little bit to uh, 20 years ago when you started uh, logging on to the internet and trying to figure out how to eke out a living there, which obviously, according to your resume you figured it out so worldvillage.com That's how did that, that when internet dirt was new yeah when we and, walked barefoot through the snow with our computers well, and that's when worldvillage.com cost you nothing. You just log on and decide, I want that URL. Actually, that's when a domain name cost about $70 to register. Really? Interestingly enough, yeah, because Network Solutions was pretty much the only way that you could register your domain, and uh, boy, they gouged us back then. I thought there was a time, even before that, where they weren't even, you could just go on and, and capture a, a domain name without even paying any registration. I don't fee, ever no? remember well, that. that, that I think that was... You know, that might have been the very, very early. 1994 is when the first websites really started showing up for commercial purposes. I see. And we launched worldvillage.com in 1995. And this was really a uh, family-friendly portal and alternative. Um, you know, not the kind of site that you guys would go to, I'm sure. But, no. uh, you know, we, we did that. <laughs> and in uh, 96, I partnered with a young programmer in California who had developed a uh, multiplayer game site. And uh, we ended up selling that to a little company called Yahoo. And yeah. uh, today it's known as Yahoo Games. Wow. So was that a uh, shares and cash deal for yourself? Yes, it was. Yeah. And you still have any of those shares? It, it was a happy day. No, I do not. <laughs> well, don't you wish you did? <laughs> Traded him for they, Google the cash shares. Was nice, so. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So uh, you have a, a games background. What do you think about what, what's going on in the gaming world today, Joel? Well, uh, I think it's creative uh, in a lot of ways. I think, unfortunately, some of the games that are being marketed to uh, children are really on the edge. Uh, but, you know, the parents need, need to be responsible and uh, keep up with what their kids are doing. Yeah, and, you know, there's some very innovative ways, I think, from a marketing standpoint. Ray and I have talked about this, where uh, you can get in front of consumers today. And you're right, there are always those that might uh, take advantage of that in a, in a way that's... Uh, not the way most traditional marketers would. Have you thought about getting back into the, the gaming industry? or uh, Not really. I think, uh, you know, I've really found my niche in uh, Internet marketing, and we've got so many products and so many ideas. I'm really short on manpower to be able to uh, execute at this point. 
So when you started the the uh, the worldvillage.com organization and eventually classicgames.com, did you did you feel like you had something when you started those companies that had uh, promise and eventually you'd sell all that, or did you think it might be a bit faddish? Or what was your visions? What were no, the you know, visions? I've been uh, using computers since I bought a TRS-80 in uh, 1980, oh, I mean, 27 God. years ago. <laughs> and I had a 300-baud modem. It was the kind that you would uh, put your receiver on the little unit there, and the phone would talk through the receiver wow. in order to transmit data. And, I, you know, I remember my mom telling me when I was 16, what are you going to do with the computer? Well, you know, of course, she gets it now and uh, is very much a, an Internet addict herself. Um, you know, we, we had high hopes when we launched World Village and when we launched the game site. And, uh, you know, you have to have a mindset that no matter what you do, it's going to be a huge hit uh, or else the odds of that happening are, are really small. And, right. of course, they're not all huge successes, but uh, entrepreneurs, you know, you, you get right up, you try again, and you keep finding ways to not make it work. And sure enough, you're going to hit some home runs in there. Yeah, and back in those days, there were a lot of uh, ideas seeking. Uh, what, how would I say this? There were internet ideas seeking problems to solve, as opposed to solutions solving problems. But, uh, or in your case, providing a, a service. What do you consider the single most important development in recent times, as far as the internet? Well, let's see. Technology has not really changed all that much. Um, I think the, the whole social networking, you know, what we're calling Web 2.0, which really kind of bugs me because it's, really, it's not like it's a new version of the Web. It's just a new right. way that people are using it. But I think that um, making the Web more of a community, which is what, you know, we're relationship-driven people, and to be able to easily hook up and link in and uh, Facebook with uh, other people online of, of like interest, it just it makes the world a, a much smaller place to be able to connect with people that easily. Uh, just since I created a Facebook account last month, I've connected with some uh, big names that you know I've wanted to meet for some time, and it's just so easy to add them to your friend list and send them an email, and, and sometimes they reply. Well, Ray's blushing right now. He never thought he'd hear you say that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so do you still have your Radio Shack computer? Do you have it somewhere? No, I wish I had my TRS-80 still. Wow. Uh, if anybody wants to send me one, uh, I would love it. I, I bet there aren't that many out there. No, probably not. If you go on eBay, the people trying to gouge you for one is ridiculous. Exactly, exactly. Joel Kamm is our special guest here at the Advertising Show, Internet entrepreneur and host of the next Internet Millionaire, a really exciting thing that he's been doing. And uh, it's at nextinternetmillionaire.com. We've got more with Joel. And, of course, Ray and Brad here on The Advertising Show coming up next. How can 18 different companies all sell the exact same thing known as water? It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most thought-provoking, groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. Your job demands you not only have good ideas, but great ideas. And those great ideas have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com. How can you get someone's attention if you don't have $10 million in a celebrity endorsement? It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most innovative and groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. The next big idea demands out-of-the-box thinking. 
Start your search for greatness in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com. Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to theadvertisingshow.com. This is The Advertising Show. Burgess is a darn good battery. In my hand, I have a Burgess battery, the darn good battery, and that other battery. Now, tell me what I am doing. Welcome back to The Advertising Show. It's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. And who needs, who wants to be a millionaire when you've got the next Internet millionaire? Our special guest today is Joel Kahn. Uh, host of the uh, Next Internet Millionaire at nextinternetmillionaire.com. Back for one more segment. Uh, Joel, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, sir. And you sound a lot like Regis. <laughs> <laughs> and that would <laughs> Do you have a co-host, Joel? I'm curious. Uh, you know, Heather Vale uh, was on location as a facilitating co-host, and um, she doesn't appear in the show as much as we had initially intended because we've got to cut about 30 to 40 hours of video down to about 45 minutes a, right. a day per episode. Uh, but, um, you know, really the, uh, the, the guests also kind of acted as co-hosts because whoever our speakers were for that day and occasionally sponsors would be the ones that would help me to judge the tasks and then be in the judgment room when we decided who would be sent home. Hmm. And you say her name's Heather? Heather Vale, yeah, she's a talk show hostess from uh, Canada, eh? Well, and you're, I'm sure your wife didn't have any influence on Heather getting the axe, did she? Uh, nope. Uh, she, <laughs> she's pretty much been hands-off. Oh, that's been that way for how many years? She tried No, I'm me. kidding. Yeah. It's, uh, let, let's jump back in this. You, you know, you say you've been, quoted as, <laughs> you've been quoted as saying that you want to prove that the Internet is a viable source of entertainment that can rival TV. So, so what do you think? Has, have your assumptions proven correct? You know, I, I have no doubt. We'd see, the thing is, is we're right on the front lines of it. And, you know, the first people to do it uh, always, uh, you know, it takes time to pick up steam. And, and that's what we're in the midst of doing right now, uh, you know, as we continue to get attention from uh, media and uh, newspapers and people writing online about the show. Uh, they've been incredibly favorable. Uh, if you just do a Google search for Next Internet Millionaire, uh, you come up with something like 100,000 results now. So the blogosphere is talking about it, and I think a few years from now we're going to see all kinds of original programming, long-form entertainment showing up online. And I'm going to well, be able our, to say, hey, I was there. Yeah, and, and we'll uh, you know encourage our listeners to check out, the uh, not the, but nextinternetmillionaire.com, and with our worldwide audience, um, it'll be 100,001, I suppose. The uh, Yeah, or two. You, you've already recorded several episodes on the show since you launched in, uh, in mid-August. How did you and your marketing team promote the show prior to its launch? Well, you know, since we were working with Internet marketers who uh, would be teaching on the program, uh, each of them who would be appearing has been helping to promote, and uh, several of our sponsors are so excited about being involved with the show that uh, they're sharing it with their client base. And uh, really, you know, because the Internet offers so many opportunities for free advertising in terms of buzz marketing, you know, where it's word of mouth and viral, uh, we've really depended on that to a, a great degree that people are just going to like what they see and they're going to tell others by blogging about it. And, and uh, you know, they'll tell two friends and so on and so on. That's called growing it organically. I think yeah. I know the answer to this, but I'll ask anyway. Any traditional media that you used? Uh, no, not really. No? Yeah, we didn't, you know, you certainly could, but um, certainly seems uh, counter to what we're trying to prove to use, uh, you know, television, for example, 
to advertise this program. Yeah. You know, uh, you mentioned the grand prize uh, for winning uh, the next Internet Millionaire, as a, uh, I happen to know, because it's uh, right here in your material. But why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, the, uh, the winner of the competition gets a $25,000 cash prize. But more importantly, they get an opportunity to work on a large-scale joint venture with myself. And, uh, you know, when I do joint ventures in, in new projects, I do them big, and I bring all my partners in to help promote. So, you know, along the way, we, uh, when we auditioned people, we were not looking for a product. We weren't interested in people saying, hey, Joel, I've got this product that I'll bring to the table. We were looking for a person. And the, the winner of the competition is somebody that's got that entrepreneurial spirit, that creative flair, that uh, desire to, you know, be on their own and succeed. And uh, together we're partnering up and we're already working on the product that uh, they're going to be releasing. How cool is that? Continued success, Joel. Joel Com, Internet Entrepreneur, host of The Next Internet Millionaire. Visit, check it out. You can Google The Next Internet Millionaire or go to nextinternetmillionaire.com to find out more about that. But continue uh, doing what you're doing. It sounds like fun. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Thanks. On The Advertising Show, it's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsythe. Back with more in just a minute. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolate tea. Chocolate-flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Welcome back. One more segment here on the Advertising Show. And thanks again to Joel Com, the Internet entrepreneur and host of The Next Internet Millionaire. Yeah. It's uh, Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. They're, uh, they're bringing back something. Uh, on television that used to be a long time ago when we were kids the the hours or the shows that were the showcase talent shows that mm-hmm. that were sponsored by well on that way back Jericho. then or Jer or a cigarette company or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. but they're bringing it back basically Saturday night live has a new rival and it's called Procter and Gamble uh, they're seriously considering using funny, wen- uh, funny Men as a way to make its products, most likely the brands aimed at men, stand out on TV in the near future. They're in the early stages of producing a pilot focused on sketch comedy mm. and the travails of the comics who devise it, which it hopes can become a primetime reality series for broadcast and or for cable. Wow. We're thinking about using a bunch of guys called uh, the 25th Century Heroes. So I think it's kind of cool, it uh, is. you know. But I wanted to say this as well. I was I turned on a couple of weekends ago. Turned on Saturday Night Live or NBC, mm-hmm. I should say, on a Saturday night, and I thought it was a sketch until I figured out it's the World Wrestling Federation. They took Saturday Night Live off, please, and and for they the... put this for the WWF on. Hmm. But here's even worse. I feel like I don't know. Uh, Saturday Night Live is not exactly what it used to be. Right, uh, and we were watching last weekend, and it wasn't funny. I wanted to laugh, I wanted to get the jokes, but what they were doing there was just plain not funny. But the local affiliate preempted uh, the local Saturday Night Live for for it, wrestling. Yeah, but it seemed like it was a national thing. It didn't seem local because they had hmm. these, you know, the hotshot uh, big guys there. Oh, uh, so I don't know. I thought that was kind of strange when I turned that on. So that you know, it's weird. it's bad enough that Saturday Night Live. Runs reruns for most of the time, but uh, hmm. but now this hey uh, this is not a rerun. It's Patrick Meyer, the marketing insider, on the advertising show. Welcome to Understanding the Future Now. It's the Marketing Insider featuring Patrick Meyer. 
if you are a progressive marketer in your office on the wall should be a poster of Richard Branson. He is the most innovative, most break the rules marketer ever. Today, I'm going to talk to you about another Richard Branson break the rules move. It's called Virgin Vines. Imagine a bottle that on the front says Virgin Vines and underneath it in small print says dare to dot 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 over. You flip it over in the back it says dare to enjoy the wine without commenting on hints of lavender or honeydew or perfecting your swirl, sniff, slurp action. Virgin Vines believes wine should be more about loving every sip. Drop the hints of elderberry chit-chat and pitch the food pairing guide. Simply drink this cool, crisp white with something or someone you find delicious. P.S. If you feel the need to describe this wine as tight with great austerity, we suggest you lie down until the feeling passes. My friends, no one's ever done this before when it comes to wine marketing. Another piece to Virgin Vines is they have a twist-off cap. But the way they've positioned it, it's not a negative, although those people in the know know that there's nothing wrong with a twist-off cap. But they found in their research that something like 68% of people don't have a corkscrew at home, so they've actually highlighted the twist-off as a positive. But what they're really trying to do is to drive penetration of wine by bringing new people who don't have corkscrews to enjoy this wine in a simple way. A pretty complex category made simple. So listen to what Branson's got going on here. He's coming in with the right brand, with brand imagery, but also an attractive value. He's doing it in a simple way that fits for those people who do not know wine. So he's simplifying a problem. And he's doing it in a way that's totally virgin and builds off the virgin equity. So the message to the advertising and marketing world should be a little bit of Branson should be in everything that we do. Closer to the consumer, breaking the rules, coming forward with a new solution. I'm Patrick Meyer. And remember... The marketing revolution is now. You've been listening to The Marketing Insider, heard every week here on The Advertising Show. Join us next week for more insight into the future of marketing. Hey, next week uh, as well, we've got um, kind of a cool guest, the CEO of Rubicon Consulting, Nilifer Merchant. Uh, Nilifer, I don't know where Nilifer is from. We should San probably Francisco. ask her. San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nilifer Merchant, CEO of Rubicon Consulting, and we'll tell you more about her uh, next week on the show. Uh, as well, but uh, that'll be cool. Rubicon yeah, Consulting. Really a cool company, and she's very intelligent. Real quickly, do I have time to uh, plug yeah. John Fox, uh, author of Marketing Playbook? Go for it. Former guest, John Fox, has now has his book online at marketing-playbook.com, and the reason he did this is to be able to uh, you know, allow the book to have access free through yeah. the Internet, marketing dash playbook.com but more importantly to keep it updated and build a community of b2b marketers so it's a really powerful uh opportunity to go online it has a powerful search engine so that the site uh, can make it easy for readers to learn about uh, marketing topics and the content's always kept current so i thought it was a Hmm. cool idea and he and i were emailing the other day and i said hey you were a former guest on the show plugging your book when it was a book that you'd buy off the shelf now you're offering it online We'll, we'll let our listeners know so Marketing-playbook.com. Check them out. Uh, iPhone. You don't have an iPhone. We're stuck no. with our Motorola's or whatever the heck. I, oh, I've got the chocolate one. That's right. Uh, and you got the Motorola. No, oh, that's the, the right. LG chocolate. What a, yeah. what a waste of time. For me, at least. Okay? It's a good phone. Uh, but anyway, uh, AT&T is shifting to uh, wireless focus with the new ads and, and color. Oh, that's good. Uh, to those who think the Apple iPhone is just a clever way for AT&T to grab wireless market, think again. Uh, the uh, chairman and the CEO says the iPhone is just one part of the multi-pronged, multi-pronged, multi-pronged global strategy to turn AT&T into a mobility play. 
that's uh, his speak for any type of communication anywhere, anytime, which just so happens to be their slogan, basically. Hmm. Wireless anytime, is the anywhere. core of the business uh, now. Stevenson says that's his name. It's the core of how we grow the business uh, going forward. So uh, AT&T on, on the uh, verge of something new, uh, I guess. So. Yeah. But uh, what is it, a million iPhones so far? Yeah. I think a million iPhones. And they had to mm-hmm. give some rebates back to the people who paid <laughs> yeah. too much. That was a real... Stupid. Well, maybe not. I don't know. You know, shoot. But hey, I had a good customer experience. There's a, there's a, a shower a company. we got this fancy shower thing in the bathroom. And uh, mm-hmm. these people, um, I found out today, uh, it, it's free. I said, so how long is it warrantied for? She goes, lifetime warranty. And she even wanted to tell me, she, she goes, do you know how to change it out? I said, yeah. I said, man, that's good. So Hans Groh, G-R-O-H. It's expensive as heck, but it's cool. And hmm. great customer service. Advertising show brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. This is a big Radio Midgets production.